Hi everyone, it's Ryan here from ROTM Radio. All of you are awesome for listening, and we, well, we love you for it. We also want more people to hear and enjoy as well. We need your help to spread the love, laughs, and shenanigans. How can you help, you might ask? Well, a couple of things. Make sure that you're subscribed to ROTM Radio in your favorite podcast listening app. Also, by giving us a rating or review or commenting in your favorite platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google, and Podbean will help make the podcast climb the charts. One more way to help is simply by telling a friend. Come on, we all know someone who complains that they're bored way too much. Well, help give them some free entertainment, and when they ask where they can find ROTM Radio, just say, pretty much everywhere. They can find us by going to rotmradio.com. They can also find us at Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, and Audrey.io. And if they don't have any of those platforms, a simple Google search, or just following our Facebook and Twitter feeds, they'll be able to find us. And they can also track down our RSS feed on rotmradio.com. Once again, thank you so much for listening. You are awesome. And we want you to have awesome friends too. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to ROTMRadio.com, the official... Ah, gosh, I always mess that up, and he gets on to me if I mess yeah, it up. Yeah, the official Ryan... <clears throat> it's the, the, the official podcast of ROTMRadio.com. Ryan on ROTM Radio. Don't say Ryan on the mic. I always want to so bad. Okay, we're going to start one more time. I can get it. Welcome to ROTM Radio, the official podcast of ROTMRadio.com. I am your host, Dustin, and uh, with me today, uh, we are going to be doing a duo team again uh, for this special episode. Uh, Mr. Zach, how are you doing today? Hey there, Dustin. I'm doing all right. Um, had a pretty good week, so I'm, I'm just feeling up to it. Been looking forward to this podcast. Uh, so, other than not much happening, it was a pretty good week. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I got to watch the game Thursday night, uh, you know, where uh, Nick Foles once again beat Tom Brady. Um, <laughs> I knew that you would enjoy that, too. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was, it was fun. Um it was a good game. Yeah. And uh, and uh, we're preparing for Preston's one-year um, party. Uh, he already turned one, but uh, the party where uh, Cassie's family is coming in. So we're having, we're waiting to do the big party then. 
will be coming in this week sometime. Yeah, it's so good. crazy to me. That is... I, I still remember getting the phone call. I think get, you called me, or maybe... I think you called me, I missed it, and I called you back, possibly. But getting the phone call from you saying that you were having a baby, and I remember specifically because I was... I was really trying to beat this level in Destiny 2. I was doing a nightfall by myself. And I was at this point where it was like I had to be super careful and focused. And, <laughs> and I, I oh, kept gosh. dying. And then you called me to tell me that. And I just I just quit. I'm like, oh, I can't have this conversation and do the nightfall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I remember <laughs> specifically exactly where I was to the point that anytime I've done that mission since which I haven't played very much lately but when I did still play a lot um, every time I have to go to that area I always think about you that and you know me like I had worked for an hour and I just there was this one spot that I just kept doing stupid things and killing myself and then finally I was like you called, and I was like, okay, this is going to be a serious conversation, so I, I'm just quitting. This is pointless. <laughs> yeah, and because uh, I'm pretty sure Anya is, Anya was born first, right? Like, and I think seven months. She was born in March, so yeah. I'm not doing the math. But. Yeah, yeah, because I, <laughs> I remember it was shortly after you had announced uh that that Kaylee was pregnant it was like uh, a short time after where like because you had called us um and then because you hadn't announced it yet or anything and you're just like hey just letting you guys know yeah and then we like yeah we we went and gave you that call hey guess what um right so yeah that that was uh i don't know it's just it's so good it's a really cool you know i and I, I just remember getting a call from Ryan saying, thank God you guys are all getting babies so you can quit getting on to me for disappearing all the time because you're going to be the ones disappearing. I, I remember specifically, I think when when Ryan, um, man, listeners are going to be enjoying this. Uh, <laughs> when, when Ryan first had his baby, like I remember probably six months to a year before... Um, they were. I don't know if it was like when they were about to have the baby, or like like they before they found out they were pregnant, or it was like after they found out, and just the, the you know the nine months there, he just became a hardcore streamer and was like dedicated to his stream and dedicated to playing video games with all of us, or at least with me, and uh, and then I didn't. I I don't know that I talked to him much the like right after they had the baby we we maybe talked once every other month and it would be very very uh you're about ryan yeah and yeah yeah <laughs> oh my gosh he it, it was it was a completely different turnaround because uh he he just he didn't have nearly as much time to focus on doing that um because I remember he, because he, he was getting back into streaming, um, and you know, because he he loved to do that. Like he loved streaming. He liked engaging with everyone, um, 
and once once a uh, little Audrey came around, uh, yeah, I maybe streamed once or twice. I don't I don't think he's done it very much at all. I cause... I remember I remember he started a second podcast. Uh, he had you know he had the original ROTM radio, and then he had a like a streamers podcast that had two episodes maybe. Um, but I just remember one time talking to him and like, cause I always gave him crap. Like just cause you have a kid. Like I think one time, um, I was joking with him that him and his wife should have used protection. So that way we could play video games again. Like, you know, which is probably a terrible thing to say and something, someone who is a father should never say, but I wasn't a father yet. And, uh, <laughs> but then he, uh, then I remember when I called you guys, I think, I, I mean, I called you and then I called him also. I remember him saying, I'm so glad because now you'll understand what it's like where you can't play video games anymore. And I was like, you know, and he was not just right about video games. It was amazing how I lost touch with everybody after that. And I was like, and, and he just always reminded me, uh-huh, uh-huh, what, what was that, Dustin? You know, he just, he's, he let me have it after that. So, um, but yeah, that's, it was just cool. Then you, you calling and it was like, okay, now the three of us, it's, you know, I, I really thought we needed to do, and we may do this at some point, we needed to do a fourth, um, gaming good, bad, or the uh, ugly podcast. Cause I think there was three episodes, um, on his original show and I wanted to do a gaming dads now, cause now we're all dads. And then we were just, it was just about being married and now we're all dads gamers. So I thought, I was like, we should re we should bring that back and, and just do like a, a wrap up to that whole thing years later. But, uh, but yeah, it would be fun. I, I, as for me and my week, I, I was pretty, it was pretty chill this week too. Um, actually, uh, we, uh, I took Kaylee out, me and my friend Ben, who was on the show a couple weeks, uh, or a month or so ago, um, we, uh, took our wives out on a nice little date. We actually bought them massages, um, and let them kind of spend the day together while we watched the kids, um, and then... Uh, then we met them for dinner, and then afterwards we went bowling. We met up with some other friends that were all going bowling. So had a really good weekend there, and uh, and then you know got to watch got to watch some football this week. Got to watch definitely got to watch the NBA finals. Um, I will say, I uh, you know after I think I made a comment on the last podcast when we were talking about Brady about, you know, just wanting to see him done in the NFL. Well, that came back to bite <laughs> me this week um, as in my fantasy league, I had Dak Prescott who is throwing, I mean, he was just Oof. having a record-breaking season. He was averaging like 480 yards a game with three touchdowns. Um, he He was the highest fantasy player in our league by like, seven points like no one was seven points even close to him and uh and yes and oh wow he, he got yeah i know that he was killing it um uh, as much as i don't like the cowboys you know that sucks as do i, mean, I. that's just that's Near, just not fair you know yeah 
And he, uh, for those, and that who was don't a know, bad one. Like, yeah, he like he, dislocated his ankle or something. Like yeah. it was. He had a. It, a it wasn't compound, straight. <laughs> <laughs> right. He had a compound fracture, and I believe d- dislocated. Really? It. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. It so got, he snapped some stuff in there. Gosh. Yeah. Which I, you know, I've heard before that it's actually, you know, I've I've heard that if you snap, or if you, you know, sprang an ankle, like a broken ankle is wor- or is better than a sprained ankle. I've heard that. I don't know if that's true. Um, I asked somebody. It might depend on, like, it could be like certain aspects of it is better. You know, yeah. as as far as the healing goes, like you're maybe depending on how the break is, the bones are, you know, can heal together quite easily as a, as opposed to maybe a torn ligament of some kind or right. a torn tendon in in in, in your ankle. Yeah, because um, I, I know a, that those heal kind of weird. Yeah, we have a nurse uh, a nurse that goes to our church, and I actually <laughs> ask her about that, and that's kind of don't you kind of ha- don't you kind of a uh, you live with somebody I, who's a nurse, don't you? <laughs> I do live with a nurse, um, but I, I, I don't think I ask her about that. But I've asked her about things like that before, and she just tells me, "I don't know. I work with babies." So, <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I, I just thought it was that it was right. Funny it's just kind of funny, yeah, that you actually live um, with a nurse. <laughs> I do. Um, it, it's it's funny too, because like. There's so many things that I wouldn't think she would know that she knows, and then there's some things I would think all nurses should know. It was really funny with the whole <laughs> coronavirus stuff. I was just like, oh, well, babe, funny. tell me everything. Like, what's going on? And she's like, how would I know? And I'm like, She's You're like, I'm not a virologist. All right. <laughs> right. Uh, there's a lot of I different fields I don't work for the Department here. of Infectious Disease. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Like, I don't know. Like, I've never had it. I don't yeah. know anyone that's had it at the time, at least. Right, right. I feel like you've and you and COVID have become quite. We we've um, become intimate. Yeah, we have. Um, I I actually cut, uh, the the doctor over not only my county but the surrounding counties here in Southern Illinois, uh, the the leading I guess doctor of infectious. Dis- I I don't know exactly what his title is. He told me his title, but I don't remember exactly what it was but he is like apparently the go-to guy for it and he this weekend I cut his hair on Saturday and we were he was explaining some things to me that I like it was really interesting to hear but uh, especially coming from you know his perspective and not like a media perspective um, that could have some you know political bias he was you know, just hearing from someone in the medical field that is working on it and hearing things, it was pretty interesting. So, um, you, you know, and then he also, it was really cool having him explain what was happening to me when I was going through it and why, I like, basically why the symptoms I had, what caused them and, and things like that. So that was, that was kind of cool. So, um, yeah, I think I have become about it. quite familiar with this disease. <laughs> <laughs> well then, um, yes, <laughs> quite the adventure you have. I, it, uh, it has been an adventure. Well, I'd like to steer away from your intimate knowledge of you know SARS-CoV-2 and focus on 
someone who's been missing in our lives lately. And that is our very own host, Ryan. You know, I, I just wanted to put it out there for the listeners that um, he's just been on a small hiatus. He's got some important things to focus on. And as important as this podcast is to the world, um, these the stakes are just much higher in, in, in what he's trying to accomplish right now. Uh, it's He should be returning to us hopefully sometime in November. But... Uh, he, he wanted me to tell you guys, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here and I'm also completely making this up, but he, he wanted to let you guys know that, um, you know, he, he misses the ROTM, the ROTM fan base and, and, and I, and I feel for him and I just want to, I want to reassure you guys that me and Dustin are taking care of things and we're going to we're going to cradle you right to the grave but what ryan would really love right now more than anything is for you to check out this commercial audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs news business and self-development books every month members get one free credit to pick any title plus two audible originals from the monthly selection and access to all daily news digests such as the new york times the wall street journal and the washington post you can download these titles and listen offline anytime and anywhere the app is free and it can be installed on all smartphones and tablets you can listen across devices without losing your spot, and I can assure you that is the most important part of this ad read. And if you can't decide what to listen to, don't worry. You can keep your credits for up to one year and use them to binge on a whole series if you'd like. Now, let me tell you something. That's all good news, but let me give you better news. If you head on over right now to www.audibletrial.com backslash ROTM Radio. You'll not only get your free book for this month, but you can also get a free month of Audible on us here at ROTM Radio. And let's face it, we're about to read The Fall of Reach from the Halo series, and why wouldn't you want to go over right now and pick that up and start reading? We all know you do. So go ahead, go on over right now to www.audibletrial.com backslash ROTM radio. Today's going to be a fun show. I I know that, um, well, let's say it this way. I don't think our fans are probably the most sports savvy fans. Oh, yeah, no way. Um, specifically the fact that most of our content is based around science fiction novels. Uh, <laughs> but... Um, one thing me and Zach every you know we have bonded over over the years um if we've not talked in a while somewhere in our conversation um in different times where you know you were off to the military or we just hadn't you know having babies not talked to each other for a while we always seem to go back to basketball um and we both have I have a a super super love for basketball um 
I I would say you have a you know a a maybe not as much as me, but quite a love yourself growing up and over the years. Am, am I correct in saying that? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, NFL was the earliest, but, um, the NBA kind of grew on me over the years on and off. Um, I mean, well, the, the NFL was, was the one that I have been most consistent to. Yeah. The NBA has always been a up and downhill for me. We're going to be covering a little bit of NFL as well on this too. So I just starting, you know, with basketball for me because I think they were the first ones to do it. Um, but really, what we want to talk about today, we're uh, I want to start out with just kind of talking about the finals. We just uh, last night the NBA finals just finished. Um, it was the Miami Heat versus the Los Angeles Lakers, which was uh, kind of special for me as a. Uh, I guess I'll say a Bulls fan. I almost said former Bulls fan because I've taken a little bit of a hiatus from them. They they just I I've had a I've had an issue with their their GM and their president of basketball operations and I said until they fired them I was not a fan. Um they did fire them this year way too long overdue. So I guess <laughs> yeah, technically I'm a fan again and I will be watching their games. Um but, you know, Jimmy Butler was on the Miami Heat who, um, you know, was a Chicago Bull and uh, got his start there. And uh, I've always – so I've always wanted to see him do well. Um, I felt like the Bulls kind of screwed him over. So, I, you know, to me, obviously, I just – I've always rooted for him wherever he's been. Um, and I've always kind of, because of LeBron just dominating the Bulls every time we played him early in the – in the you know heat run, uh, I always rooted against him. So uh, this was this was going to be a fun finals for me. Um, but more than just the NBA finals, I, I really wanted to talk, um, and hopefully we'll get into it. Talk about the kind of sports in this Corona time. I know we started off talking a little bit about coronavirus, um, and uh, obviously everything in this world is kind of revolving around that right now. Um, but it's been a really interesting time if you're a sports fan. Um, you know, I, I this week have experienced, uh, I'm a Titans fan in football, and that's probably my strongest fandom of any fandoms. And uh, I, there has been so much said. The Titans uh, had a an outbreak on their team, um, and, you know, there's been some in the NFL, but nothing like the Titans had close to 20 people in their organization with it. And so, and it's been kind of a, an interesting conversation of, well, if you have an outbreak, does that mean that you did something wrong or did you just have an outbreak or, you know, there's been a lot of conversation around that. So I'd like to get into some of that today, just kind of sports in general um, in this time. But like I said, wanted to start out with just kind of the NBA finals and, uh, uh, Kind of what you thought about. I, did you get a chance to watch any of it? Or, you know, I, I think you watched the last game. Uh, did you watch any other than that? Uh, yeah, I mean, a little bit on and off. Um, it kind of, there was a few games that conflicted with some NFL games. And that's kind of, you know, if, if, yeah, if my team isn't in, 
I'm not interested in seeing the Lakers win another title, to be honest. Right. Uh, yeah. Generally. And now that's just a, that's just <laughs> a, uh, you know, my own personal bias against, you know, the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, right. But I, I'll say, uh, you know, congrats to them. Um, I love seeing Rajon Rondo win a second you know that, that at least something good came out of it. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was so interesting. And he was he was in this last game. He was pretty dominant. It was playoff Rondo was in full effect. Yeah. So um, I think he scored nine, 19 points. Uh, let me see. I I have I, I had their box score up here because I figured it'd be yeah. He scored nineteen points, four assists, four rebounds. So he, he had a pretty. I I felt like, I mean, LeBron was obviously their best player last night. Davis was phenomenal on defense, but really didn't have a great offensive game. I thought Rondo was their. I mean, was really their catalyst offensively besides LeBron. So. Um, yeah, and and it's kind of funny watching how uh, it went. Um, it went from Rondo being on the Celtics, beating the Lakers, and then now Rondo is winning one on the Lakers. You know, this many years down the road, right? Which it's, I I think I saw today he is the second player ever to win a title with both teams. And the other player was like, and I, I can't remember who they said it was, but it was like, it's some no name player that no one even knew played in the league. So, oh, yeah. you know, it's like he, he's probably the only, he is the only player that actually even had playing time on either team. So, um, I thought that was really interesting. Um, it was, I, I felt like, uh, I, I know, obviously, I was disappointed that it was such a blowout yesterday. Um, and, I, you know, going into the series, I actually had uh, a small a small little wager that I did. I said from the beginning of the playoffs that there was not going to be whatever team came out of the East was going to lose to whatever team came out of the West. It didn't matter if it was the Clippers, the Lakers, the, the Nuggets, the Blazers. They were going to beat... Any team in the East. My favorite part out of everything you just said is that you didn't mention the Rockets. <laughs> there was no <laughs> way they were going to the finals. Ah, <laughs> uh, Lord, my Houston disdain. Uh, I would never even, even in a joking way, put them in the finals. So uh, even in a hypothetical would not allow them to be in my finals. So therefore, yeah, they, they're, they're never going to the finals. But anyway, I digress. Um, I was, uh, it was just really game five to me watching, watching LeBron and Butler just, I mean, it literally throw haymakers back and forth, um, was amazing. And, and, and just watching, I mean, one would score and then the next would score and they were guarding each other. So it was just like neither one of them could beat the other one. It was just, it was really beautiful to watch. Um, unfortunately, and, and I, I was talking with somebody about this today, 
The, you know, unfortunately for me, like I said, as I'm not rooting for LeBron James, the difference between LeBron James and Jimmy Butler is that Jimmy Butler came back and scored 12 points. LeBron scored uh, 28 in the next game. So uh, LeBron just went to town and then just went to town again. So, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you're just like, I I was tell I was telling somebody as somebody who doesn't cheer for LeBron, just watching a guy at thirty six do what he did back and forth with Butler, both of them about to fall over, and then you know you could obviously see Butler was tired in the last game. I mean he just could not he couldn't you know he's one of the best defenders in the league, and I've never seen him get just blown by. So much, and his legs, like his jump shot, was just short, um, which I felt like all the Heat were, you know, in that game. But it was amazing. Con- contrary to that, was watching LeBron look like it was the first game of the season. It was just like, I mean, like I said, thirty, thirty four, thirty five years old looks like. I, I, I'm almost sure he's a, he's some kind of a cyborg. I just I don't really believe that he's real um you know because i just i don't think I, I don't understand how he did it yeah got hey you know he they all had that rest you know jimmy went and partied while uh you know lebron <laughs> stayed stayed focused i'm 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 completely speaking out of um complete well, uh i'm willing to take it because anything to <laughs> you know give an excuse where i don't have to just give lebron credit <laughs> I'm good with, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, <sighs> I'm also a longtime Bulls fan, Chicago fan, in general, and uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm just upset about what happened in Chicago when we should have won a championship when we had all the boys together: Derrick Rose, Jimmy Butler. And uh, ever since that didn't work out, I've I've been kind of salty towards basketball. Now I will say, I did I loved the Warriors have always been kind of a second favorite team of mine. Um, I I, I was an OG Warriors fan. Baron Davis. Uh, oh, Baron Davis beating the the number one seed. Yes. Dallas Mavericks. I was I watched that. Are series. you even going farther back to like Chris Webber and Tim Hardaway? Those Warriors teams. Yes. Oh man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, and it was more of a. I just enjoyed watching them watching them play. Like it, even though you know they never really did anything until uh, you know Curry came and kind of changed the game. But right, and, and I Literally and I liked them. Changed the entire game. Yeah, <laughs> and and the thing is, is that I, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe that they were able to get Durant on their team. And I had mm-hmm. this like, I had this um, this this tugging at just these these forces pulling in in different directions because. Um, I wanted to see LeBron lose, and but I, I like Kevin Durant. 
However, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant went to a team that was already stacked. I mean, I, I don't know. It's They were a really good team, but they were only good together. Mm-hmm. You know, like there wasn't a LeBron of that team. Curry was good, but he he really didn't show off in the playoffs like he did throughout the re- – like how he would in the regular season. Yeah, he had some – he had some bad yeah. playoff matchup. And you're right. I think they were they were such they were more fun to watch before Durant. Um I will say real quick and I, just to throw this out there going back to the Bulls you mentioned um I I I just told somebody last night watching the game I I said I they were talking about the Bulls that you're just salty about the Bull. I said I'm actually they were talking about being salty at LeBron because he beat the Bulls. I said I'm more salty with Carmelo Anthony because Carmelo could have came and been that next member with the Bulls when Keith Bogans was was their two guard and you know when LeBron could guard Derrick Rose and then if you shut him down, they didn't have any offense. They had great defense. Yeah. And I've always said if if Carmelo would have just came then LeBron would have had to guard. He would have had to pick who he guarded, because his teams at the time didn't. You know, he didn't. He was the best defender. So if you if he guards Melo, Rose goes off. If he guards Rose, Melo goes off. So, um, and you could hide kind of Melo's defense with the fact that they had you know Ding and Butler and and uh, and Noah kind of all kicking at their prime. So. Uh, not really Butler. It was I think he was a rookie, but he was a good defender his rookie year. He couldn't score, but he was a he was a good defender at that point. So I, I felt like they could have covered him. So I, I always say I blame uh I blame Carmelo for going to the Knicks instead of coming to the Bulls. Um and then he then he screwed us again when he came and took a meeting with the Bulls and still didn't come. Took even more money. So I, I've always I love him. He's one of my favorite players, but I've always been annoyed that he he just couldn't he just wouldn't commit and he he it yeah. would have been we would have won that we would have beat the Cavs that year or the Heat that year because they were banged up Bosch was banged up Wade wasn't as good and I felt like we would have went and played that Mavericks team and I think we would have beat the Mavericks team but I digress going back to what you're saying about the Warriors um, I was a total bandwagon fan for that. Um, uh, anybody that was playing, in fact, I I was so anti like rooting against LeBron that I've always not been a big Spurs fan. Uh, I was never a big Tim Duncan fan uh, for many reasons. We we don't have to get into. Um, you know, I was a Kobe guy, so anybody that was a fan of Tim Duncan said he was better than Kobe. And <laughs> like that, I was a huge David Robinson fan, um, and he came in and took all David Robinson's spotlight. So there's many reasons why I didn't really care for him that much. Um, but anyway, I actually rooted for them against LeBron. To t- if it tells you how much I just rooted against LeBron. Um, so I was going to root for the Warriors no matter what. But I Steph, for me, you know, my favorite, just if you're going to say who is, not who do you think are the greatest players, but who, Dustin, is your favorite players of all time and it's always been Jordan was my favorite Iverson was my second and Curry has now become my 
I want to say 2A because, I mean, you if I watch Iverson highlights, he's still my second favorite. But when I watch Curry play, he's my second favorite. I just, watching him throw up just bullcrap shots that still go in and defenders play just the best defense they can and he still throws up garbage and it goes in. There's just nothing like yeah. it. It's nothing like watching this like pipsqueak guy who I don't think I've ever seen anybody run, you know, it's kind of like the difference between him and Harden. Harden passes the ball and then just stands there. Curry passes the ball and runs all the way around the court three times just to get yep. open again. And he's just he's just amazing. So I was definitely um, that that first team that won the championship that um, was kind of their organic guys. I was I think that was definitely the most fun year because I was just all about LeBron losing. I definitely did. I was excited Durant came, um, and I I I loved Durant too. So I was not mad about it like a lot of people were. Because um, again, it just it, to me it cemented that they were going to be, they were just going to be too big for LeBron. Even though LeBron was the best player out of all of them, he couldn't he couldn't beat four Hall of Famers. He's he's can't. So I was excited about that. Um, and but I will say by the end of the run, I think you know it was one of those I was still rooting for him, but I think I was ready for KD to move to because I just I miss seeing just I wanted more competition right for all of them right and and so um, I was I was glad when he decided to leave and go to the Nets I think that's going to be interesting having Kyrie there and uh yeah know. and and it, it would have been nice if it just sucks because he got injured and then right. this season Curry got injured Mm-hmm. And Clay was injured in the finals. so I was I was I was really excited because it's like oh yeah like last year I'm like oh, okay like it's it sucked because I wanted to see competition with what was LeBron gonna do his right. first year on the Lakers but things didn't work out he got injured for one of the first times for that long oh yeah it was his first major injury and and you're right I, if I was LeBron I'd get injured too with the team he had <laughs> he was playing with Lonzo Ball the uh, to me the the biggest D-leaguer that's actually in the league that is only popular because of a loudmouth dad and the fact that he's on the he was on the Lakers but I digress go ahead yeah I I I, I do think I, I don't know I, I was I was kind of frustrated because it's like okay like you know give him a year I, I didn't expect things to just gel right off the bat. And then and then the next season, you know, KD had already gotten injured in the finals. And I think Clay did too, even. He didn't yeah. tear his ACL oh, yeah. they in the both, finals. And yeah. it was like, oh, come on. You know, that that wasn't supposed to happen. And then he, I don't think Clay had come back. And then Curry got injured. No, and, and honestly, yeah, Curry hurt broke his hand in the final or he had broken his hand in the second round of last year so he even in the finals came back and while he could play if you remember his shot was off. yeah so yeah it was, just he only had one good game because he had a broken arm like it was Durant's down uh Clay's down 
and Curry is not himself. It was just like, I mean, it, it was it, that was frustrating. And the other thing for me, I'm a huge DeMarcus Cousins fan, and I felt like he, throughout his career, has gotten the wrong end of a terrible situation in Sacramento. Um, and everywhere yeah. that he's... Didn't he injure himself the first game? Yeah. That he came back, or that he, that he started for him? In... In the playoffs, he, he so he had been injured, um, and that's why they got he had been injured. He got injured, and I remember watching the injury. He was playing for the Pelicans with Anthony Davis, and they it was it was awesome because you got so you know the league has moved to such a small ball formula where big guys aren't as important anymore, um, and so he moved. So you think about it, most teams don't have anybody that can guard him or Davis. And now they have to guard both of them on the same team. And really that team had them and Rondo because Holiday was hurt. Um so and that team was doing what like was in the West, you know, a, kind of an old Rondo and then Davis and Cousins, two centers were just dominating cuz no one could stop those two. And I, I remember saying, I was like, you know what? the I would love, as much as I don't like to cheer for LeBron, because I'm such a Cousins fan, and I like Davis too, I was like, I would love for Cousins to get to play with LeBron, or at least with a good team. So, like, when, when LeBron was going to come to the L.A., I was like, oh, man, I just would love if, if he would just go to the Pelicans, even though I knew he wouldn't go to the Pelicans. I mean, LeBron in a Pelicans uniform would just be a laughing stock. But yeah, yeah. I I thought the three if you if LeBron the point guard was playing with a Davis and a Cousins in his prime, just it would be game over and I would love seeing that because it'd be different. It would be more like an 80s built team, you know, in in this modern era. So, um I thought that was going to be cool, and then Cousins got hurt. I remember the game he got hurt in. He had like 36 points, and he got hurt at the end and basically got let go after that year. It was his – It was uh, his. he had a contract year. He gets let go, and then he, get, he signs with the Warriors for $5 million, which if you, if you don't know in basketball is like – that is the deal that you would give your eighth or ninth guy off the bench. And DeMarcus Cousins was a multi-time All-Star, but he had just been hurt. Yeah. So he there was like a bunch of teams offering him all he could get was five mil. And so the basically the Warriors were like, we can get five mil to DeMarcus Cousins. So now you literally have Steph, Clay. Durant, Draymond, and Cousins as your starting lineup. I mean, there's just, there's, it was over. Like, I mean, there was no, no chance of, uh, no chance of any, I mean, it was, on paper, it is the best starting five of all time. Not even close. Um, But Cousins, and Cousins, but Cousins was hurt, so they knew he'd come back. And he came back right before the playoffs, was playing really well, and then the first game in the playoffs hurt himself. 
And yeah, like, oh, yeah. It was like, and it was like a torn muscle or something, something that in his leg, like something mm-hmm. that took him out. Yep. Like he was done, and it was like, yep. Like that just sucks, because it was weird. Did, did you see how his injury? It was like he was just running and 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 then just fell down. Be, right. Like it wasn't even. It was the weirdest thing. Like uh, I felt really bad for him because. You know, it wasn't like a like he slipped under the net or came down hard from from dunking. Like he was just going, he was just moving back to like his side of the court, and as he's running, he just like falls down. And I'm like, I'm like that just right. that just sucks. Yeah, it it was it was one of those things where it he he did actually come back for the finals, but he got hurt, then Clay got hurt. Steph was already kind of hurt, and then Durant got hurt. All so literally, it was like Draymond was the only real healthy person. So, um, yeah, I was, I was. So that was, I, I mean, obviously that was going to be the end of the Warriors. We everybody kind of knew, um, but yeah, man, I, I just, I was definitely, I, I kind of became a Warriors fan through that, and I think I still now going forward, I love Steph so much that because the Bulls. And again, not just because they were bad. I just, you know, if, if you ask any Bulls fan, especially that live in Chicago, uh, man, people, they, their their front office was so bad. So Steph kind of being my f- kind of favorite player in the league, just they just became my team. And I've kind of, I kind of stuck to them. Um, I say that my, my team's really my fantasy league. That's, I, I cheer for whoever I've got on my team. But, Regardless of that, um, it, it, I really just kind of took a liking to the Warriors with that. So I am definitely a bandwagon fan when it comes <laughs> to that. Um, but I still, I, it's okay because they're just, it was so much fun watching them. So, so another thing that that kind of led up, like the, this is kind of like everything that happened that 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 kind of upset me. So my issue with the East has always been there was like no competition for LeBron for the right. most part. And like there was like in the, in the, in the West, there was some competition for the Warriors as much as we like to harp on, on the Rockets. They, they always have the potential, but it's like once the playoffs hit, they're just, I, I don't know. They just don't gel. Well, it's, it's the strangest mm-hmm. thing. They'll have an amazing um, regular season and they have all of the ability and then right. it just never happens. And interesting enough, uh, this was Harden's first series. I think he's actually played well offensively, like yeah. really, be, like has been the guy throughout the series. Because um, mm-hmm. the other series, I don't know, it was just weird. He just would disappear. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, like what happened? You know, right. like you're 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 the man. Yeah. Um, you're the scorer. But anyways, uh, so. As soon as LeBron moves from the, goes to the Lakers, all of a sudden the the Raptors come out of nowhere and have like the perfect team that would have been amazing to, to see in the in the East. Right. Face LeBron and 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 the Cavaliers. Right. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, like and it's like, why couldn't have this happened before? You know, like that would have yeah. been perfect to have those teams going at it. Yeah. And. Uh, and then as soon as, and as but and as that happens as well the the competition in the west like got destroyed and the warriors um 
And like that really sucked because I, I was, I was like, okay, well now that they have a team, hopefully the Warriors can, can get back at it. And, and then, you know, obviously that didn't happen. Clay didn't come back. Um, I was getting kind of excited when, when the COVID thing happened only in the, only in the sense of the hiatus giving, you know, maybe clay and Steph some time to heal up and maybe, um, Mm -hmm. if they ever did start the season back, you know, something that something, something with that, with them making a return, I think that that would have been a cool story to see, but, uh, yeah, obviously it just, it just didn't happen. They, they never came back. Um, right. Like it is, you think Clay's going to come back healthy? I hope that that, yeah, from everything doesn't, from everything I have seen, they are like, he's already healthy. Like, obviously I think at this point the, they would have, if they would have been in the playoffs, I think that he would have already been back. You know, they, the Warriors ended up with, I think, uh, if not the worst uh, record in the league, I think it was, like, in the top bottom three. So it was kind of one of those, hey, just just get healthy. There's no reason, you know, to bring you back here. You know, there's just no there's no point. So Yeah, yeah, because of the format they had. Yeah, there, there was – they were clearly out of it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, you know, it's, it's been an, it's been an interesting year and, and, and it's basketball has definitely, it's been fun. Um, I, I think, and really kind of what, I, like I said, I wanted to kind of go into today and, and this kind of leads me into it. Um, you know, aside from just what happened in basketball, but, um, if you are a sports fan and like I said, some people may, um, uh, if you've made it this far and you're not a sports fan, you know, I, I, bravo, because um, this is this may be where you're a little more interested in what we're talking about. Um, but uh, I will say, um, I you know I think that uh, it's been really interesting seeing, you know, like it's really interesting seeing people that um, are seeing what has been happening. I guess you could say in sports. Um, you know, with this coronavirus, with all of that, um, because I know uh, actually funny enough, the, the first thing I think I believe to open up, um, uh, when everything first started, the first, uh, kind of group of people to actually hold something despite, uh, despite the coronavirus was the WWE and I'm a huge wrestling fan. Um, and they're, they have this law. I think they, they kind of applaud themselves of being the longest running TV show on, you know, on, on Mondays and Thursdays or whatever. Cause I think it's been like 15 years of just straight. They've never missed. Um, and so, I remember the first week they they kind of cleared out instead of going to stadiums like they normally did. They did empty. They did it basically an empty arena show, which was just really interesting because wrestling is so. I mean, that kind of wrestling is so dependent on the crowd. Um, but basically, I mean, they really, uh, you know, they they went and 
had a show. They brought people, uh, you know, they, they kind of turned their, they, what they call the performance center, which is like their training ground for new wrestlers and things, basically turned that into a t- TV studio and for months just did it there. Um, but we saw that and then kind of from there, it was like the NBA season was going to start and it's like, what are we going to do? And, 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 the way that they, I mean, they were the first really in the major sports to decide to come back and do it. Um, and kind of, for those of you that don't know, what they did is they went to Disney. Uh, they basically, they called it the Disney Bubble. Um, they took three or four hotels that are there at Disney and outfitted them for players basically to live in. And there were all these protocols uh, they had to quarantine for, I think it was 30 days before coming. And then once they were there, they had to quarantine in their room for a week, testing every day, um, which was interesting because at the time there was not a ton of tests. Um, so there was a lot of people complaining, oh, they shouldn't be getting to do this, you know, all that. But um, that being said, the, uh, I, I, we, you know, they went through and, and, I remember so many people saying, well, this is never going to work. Um, you know, there's there's going to be cases and people are, it's, it's going to be, they're going to be the laughing stock and all this. And, and really at the end of the day, like they did a phenomenal job. Um, I felt like as a whole basketball was really good. Um, kind of, you know, being, they're not being fans. So it made it a little more, um, I guess you could say equal in the sense that nobody was, there was no home court advantage. And I, and I, so basketball was better. People weren't traveling a lot. You, we got a lot of amazing performances in the bubble that we normally, you know, may not get or not get as many because like I said, players didn't have as far to go that, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, i just curious, what did you think? I mean, did you watch, besides the finals, did you watch any of just kind of the playoffs in general throughout, you know, the whole COVID and the bubble and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, um, I, I thought it was interesting the way they uh, the way they set up, like, the audiences, you know, with having yeah. empty stadiums. Um uh, I think, I don't know, like so far in the NFL, for instance, it's been like really noticeable some things like the cheers mm-hmm. aren't on cue. Um, right. I don't know. Just from what I've seen of basketball, um, I didn't really notice it as much. Um, I, I didn't notice, I didn't notice the, I didn't, I, it did it didn't, it didn't seem like as. Uh, scripted, I guess. Right. Well, and that's what I was going to ask you. You know, I, I, I felt like, and for those of you that don't know, so kind of what they did is they set up these different arenas, and within those arenas, um, it was this, you know all the teams would come and play in them. They they were kind of the first to do. They set up virtual fans, which since then a lot of people have done. Um, you know, I know in football they have like cardboard people everywhere, which I thought was just hilarious. 
But yeah, <laughs> like you know, the biggest sport in America, and, and they can't. They're just doing cardboard cutouts. But um, basically, what they did is they had this full monitor screen where they would invite uh, you could go be on the NBA and you could watch the game and 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 they would show your face and you know pipe some of your noise like basically they they would let what you say go through the the PA altogether so when people cheered you heard it um they definitely piped into the TV viewer sounds um you know cheers and boos i felt like for the NBA, and we'll get to the NFL in a little in a minute, but I felt like the NBA did a great job in comparison to the NFL, and I think we talked about this a little bit the other night that the NFL just it, it was such a like I, I'll watch a game in the NFL and a player will go down, and like five seconds later, you hear this huge cheer, and you're like, the play has been dead for like. 10 minutes and you're getting it where the NBA did a really good, (laughs) they did a really good job. I think of kind of giving you, um, like it just didn't feel that way. It felt like they were, um, I I felt like it, it it felt real. Like from home, it felt really real. I felt like their attention to detail was very good. Yeah. Yep. I, I'd, I'd concur. For the most part, at least. So you mentioned talking about uh, some, 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 and we can go on. I have something sports related in this. I don't know what you had, but you were talking about um, how, like, when you were younger, being, being told something that you understood differently than. Yes. So to, to, to set this up. So is your sports related? Yeah, mine. mine oh, okay, all right. Cool. So mine too. we we had a conversation in our barbershop, and I this this is really interesting. We were talking about, and it's specifically with all this COVID stuff. Obviously, you're seeing things from home um, that you're not seeing, um, you know, in the stadium. For example, you hear the crowd, yet there's no crowd there. And as a kid, you may be thinking. I don't understand why I'm hearing crowd when I don't see anybody. Obviously, as an adult, we know they're piping that in. But that got us talking in a conversation about things in sports that mystified us as kids that, um, you know, now as an adult, it's obvious to us. And and one of the ones somebody else said, which I also shared, was... um, that we uh like for example the foot in football they have the first down line which is on tv and but i and as a kid i never could figure out why in the world they would need to take chain markers and move them up and down when they could just look it's the line is right there on the field yeah (laughs) um I just did. I didn't know that it was just a TV thing. And as a kid, I was so I would get mad at the refs. I'd be like, "What are you doing? Do you not understand?" <laughs> you know. Um, so, just things like that. And uh, I had a really good one as a kid. But uh, you said you had one. I'm interested to hear what that was. 
Yeah, so um, this was really when I started to first get into the NFL. I was uh, seven or eight, I believe. Um, Had to have been around, you know, third or fourth grade. And um, my my stepdad was a Steelers fan. And um, uh, so he would, you know, game day would be on and he, he would watch the Steelers. And I remember asking the question, like, because I didn't understand, like, the team's name. Like, because I'm like, oh, do they steal the ball? Like, I asked him that, you know, and he's just like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, they, they, uh, you know, sometimes it depends, I guess, you know, but like, in my mind, I was like, oh, yeah, like, there's a purpose for their team name or something. And I didn't really think of it as, oh, that's just a mascot, you know, it, it, it could literally be anything. It isn't that it is their purpose, you know. (laughs) Their, their particular team's purpose or something. Right. Um, and that, you know, because it's based off of them being like uh, the Steel City or whatever. Right. But I was like, oh. No, oh, that's oh. amazing. That's amazing. Um, that's, that, like, yeah, that I mean, that's exactly what I'm talking about, where you're just like, I don't, they're not stealing the ball. Why are they called the Steelers, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, are they all terrible people? <laughs> Aren't they, you know, doesn't the Bible say not to steal? Yeah, what is this? <laughs> what are you teaching me, NFL? Um, now, That's great. Yeah, I, so I thought that that was really interesting. And then, you know, I just naturally learned from there. It's weird because it's weird thinking all I know now. And that at one point, I only really remember asking about that. But it, and then from them, from there, it's a blur as to how I came to know all this, you know, to realize it, it just yeah. took over time. But, um, well, my, my biggest one. So for me, and you know, obviously the football one I used that, that definitely was one for me, but the biggest one I have, and it's so funny to me now. Um, I remember as a kid when I would watch baseball games, I remember, you know, when, in, if you're watching a baseball game on TV, if they hit a pop fly or a grounder, the camera will follow. You know, it'll follow the ball because they want to see um, who gets it, and obviously the play that's being made. But if you f- pop a fly ball backwards, a lot of times the camera does not follow. And I used to think it was so crazy. So you would see... Pop fly goes behind the dugout, and I would hear I would hear the ball hit the bat, and I would see it happen. But then, the catcher would take a ball and throw it back to the pitcher. And I really convinced myself as a kid that I must be just hearing things and seeing things, because I'm like, I know I just saw the ball go into the stands, but how did the catcher get it? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he immediately throws the ball back. I didn't realize, you know, an umpire had a bunch of balls and was giving him a new one. to. But I just, I remember watching it. And I, 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 even to this day, I remember the game. I was watching, I had just seen the sports science 
thing on Pedro Martinez. Um, and just, he, you know, was a phenomenal pitcher for the Boston uh, Red Sox. I almost said Celtics. <laughs> but the Boston Red Sox. And uh, they were playing the Cardinals, and my dad was a Cardinals fan. I remember watching, and they were doing something on his curveball. So I, I I see the Cardinals are playing the the Red Sox and Pedro's pitch, and I'm like, oh, that's that that's that pitcher. And I remember, so that I mean, that's why I was watching, and I remember because I wasn't a huge baseball fan, but I just remember seeing this guy foul two balls back in a row. And I see the balls come off, off the bat. And then all of a sudden, you know, the catcher throws the ball back to him. And I'm just like, I, I was just so confused. Like, I do not understand how this is happening. Um, and I don't know if I ever asked, like, asked my dad about it. Or if it was just like, a, you know, it's kind of one of those things where eventually over time I just figured it out. I I really cannot tell you, you know, where how what that came from, you know, but uh definitely that I remember as a kid that just freaked me out and I was so confused by it. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. That that's that's uh, like it's it's kind of funny how our our kid brains work. Right. Not understanding certain things. Yeah. So, got my mail-in ballot today. Um, you know, the, the federal, the official, uh, you know, presidential election uh, ballot. And uh, here in Arizona, you know, we've, we've always had like a permanent early voting list. Or, I mean, we've had one set up for a while now, you know, nothing related to the COVID thing. So, I just put myself on that even before the COVID thing, because it was, uh, um, it's, it's a lot easier, you know, you just get it done, put yeah. it, in, put it in the envelope, put it in the mailbox. And, um, yeah. So I, believe you. I just Tisk. <laughs> check, check marked, um, you know, all the votes, uh, that I casted, you know, voted on different propositions, which, um, I gotta say some of these are quite, they like give you, it's such a small summary of what it is. And you're like, oh, I mean, I guess that sounds good. Sure. Let's do it. But there's a lot of stuff that I, I just don't know enough about the back end of how this thing would work. Like maybe it's a good idea, but how they want to, how they want to, uh, you know, get the idea to work, you know? Like, hey, let's let's raise funds for uh, this project we want to do, but um, how they want to raise funds might just be, you know, completely dumb. And maybe there's a, a better idea, or there's just a better way to do it. But um, you know, that's you know, it's these hangups on these bills that that would help me in making a decision. You know, instead of just being like, yeah, yeah, let's do this thing that probably isn't the best idea, but it sounds good. You know, like, you know, uh, the save the children bill. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I, I want to save the children. That sounds good. And, uh, but, you know, just imagine that. But maybe it's like, 
oh yeah, it's going to cost, you know, a ridiculous amount of money because we want to do all these random things that we've, that we've thrown in the bill that, that probably are just, you know, probably aren't important or, you know, not necessary for what they want to do. Right. Like, and the bill also has with it, like, you know, take away all video games. Yeah. 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 You know, like, (laughs) yeah, like attached to it. And you're like, so I want to save children, but I, I like my video games. And that's a terrible example. Yeah, you know, just being, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it makes sense though. Just having, having something that is totally unrelated, just just thrown on. Just terrible. Well, so I think this is a, you know, this is a, a good, um, and I, I, you know, we talked earlier, you know, we started the podcast talking about Ryan and, uh, the old ROTM radio. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to bring back a, uh, a a concept um that Ryan had on an episode with me um which what you know what's funny about this is he brought me on an episode to talk about uh basically politics and sports and how uh at the time you know that was kind of when um Trump had just got elected and nobody wanted to go to the White House after they won a title. And it was kind of like talking about that. So it was, uh, it's funny now. It's kind of full circle <laughs> now that we, you know, we've been, we're talking about sports. But um, he had this great idea. And I, I want to throw it to you and, and, uh, and see what you think. We, he talked about having a reality TV show celebrity in chief. Um, competition f- to get our president. And if you think about it, right now when you watch, when you watch the debates, and which I've not actually done, but I've heard some clips of. I just couldn't. I couldn't sit through it. I had basketball yeah. to watch. So, um, and for some reason, I felt like I would get more in the basketball game than I would during the debate, um, especially this year. But I was like. You know, you think about it, it really is like a reality television show. I mean, the stuff that's happening on there, the characters, and and it's just, you know, it's just interesting to watch. Well, Ryan proposed, and maybe when he comes back on, he can tell me how terrible I, you know, reenacted his proposal. But he proposed that instead of having you know, an actual campaign trail that spends billions of dollars, trillions of dollars, and, uh, you know, for really no reason, we should have what is called, like you said, the the national celebrity-in-chief. And on the presidential side, the president is elected by our congressmen, by our representatives, privately. No one knows who he is. Um, He's the decision-maker. He doesn't have to answer to anybody because he's just... You know, he, he answers to us through our 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 political leaders that we vote for on the state level. Um, but we don't we don't see him. He you know, he's not on Twitter as the president. He's you know, he's not doing anything that would say, you know, that's the president. We don't really know who yeah. he is, but kind of like they have overseas with the royal family, we would elect a celebrity in chief that would basically just be the eye candy for America. 
um, to say this is our leader, even though they have no decision-making ability. They just are who we want to see as the mascot. Yeah, of the co- mascot. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he 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 had basically you know proposed that we we do it American Idol style, where you call in and place your votes, um, and we just do this. You know, we do this every four years or whatever. We can do as many terms as you want, and. Uh, and so I, I think this would be a great idea. It would, it would definitely make the campaign more interesting. Uh, you know, have some Ryan Seacrest out there, kind of leading the charge and and hosting the show. So that being said, I want to know who is. So give me if you were going to say that your if you were going to pick two people to be, you know, running against each other for celebrity in chief um who would it be and who would oh, you vote goodness for? um your final two okay okay so i think all right so i think a, a, let's let's set up who, who's going to be facing off here um i think Dwayne the rock johnson would be good a good candidate and oh, like um that. Gosh, who would the second one be? Uh, I mean, pro- probably Taylor Swift, right? Like she. And who would win that? Uh, I, I, I mean, I, I'm biased, so I, I but I'd go for, for Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good pick. That's a great pick. I think you know. In that you've you know you've got a little bit of a uh, you know you've kind of got the appearance of a, a rock solid president who a rock celebrity solid. chief I should say <laughs> I love it, um, <laughs> but uh, basically you know he looks he looks like you know a million dollars he he's he's a great talker I mean he's the best talker in WWE history. And, uh, I mean, I just would love to watch on Capitol Hill. If you smell. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty funny. Just, <laughs> Imagine. I, I, I really like, I really like this. I, I think for me, um, you know, thinking so long and hard about it in this last two minutes, um, I, one of them, I, you know, I, I was thinking Will Smith. Um, That's a good I one. I think he'd be a great candidate. But I like that. But I, to be honest, um, I think I'm gonna go. Let's see. On one side, we're gonna have. I, I think I, I'm gonna go with Jack Black. Uh, he, he's gonna be on one side. I just think you know he knows how to rally the troops, uh, as he did in School of Rock. Um, and you know, Nacho Libre, he, he was a fighter. So I, I think, I think he's, he's very well rounded, uh, literally and figurative, figuratively. Um, and I can say that cause I am as well. Uh, <laughs> um, but then, uh, let's see. I, I, oof, I think, 
I thought about going with Barat here, or Borat, however you say his name. Oh, yeah. Or Napoleon Dynamite, the actor that plays him. John, but, John he- Heater, later? Well, I can't yeah, remember. Jo- yes. Which one? thought about those guys, but I think that's, you know, I think we've got some comedy on, you know, with, with Jack Black, so maybe we shouldn't go there. Um, let's see. Uh You know, I I think I think I'll ju- I'll go I'll just go easy with this and we'll go with Morgan Freeman. I think <laughs> yeah, you know I, like that. I mean, he literally he literally, you know, he's he is at one time fulfilled the role of God. Um, you know, and so That's I think fair. he's he's got leadership capability. So um, so Morgan Freeman and yeah, then his I, opponent I, would be uh uh Pat would be Jack oh, okay. Black. I, I, well, how about yeah. this? Morgan Freeman and Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. Uh, would would Sir Patrick Patrick Stewart be his like running? No, no, like if the, if they were like. Uh, or just yeah. running against each other. I, I just uh, I just happen to think of the the Patrick Stewart. Just who who do you think would win between those two? Well, I I, I think. Man, that's hard. I think for me, my vote would have to go to Morgan Freeman. I just, you know, because I could listen to him talk all day. So, uh, <laughs> that's but, good. I mean, you know, and okay, okay. Well, let, let, let's continue with your Jack Black one because I want to. I want to. Well, like I said, I I think he's well rounded. Um, he he's he's a great communicator. He's a, he can rally his troops. Um, you know, I I just think there's a lot. There's a lot to love with him, and uh, I think that, uh, yeah, I just think he offers so much to the plate. He he's you know he's a little off the cuff, uh, so you know he's very. Um, you never know what you're gonna get, which can be a good thing. Um, he's not very political, um, you know. When he he he's kind of one of those guys that just. You know, wakes up in the morning and goes with the flow. So I think he would, he, you know, he would definitely be entertaining. I think that uh, we would definitely, you know, we would definitely see, um, I just think we definitely see a great, a, a great, some great leadership capabilities um, from him. And so I, I think as much as I love Morgan Freeman, I, I really think I'm going to have to go with uh, with Jack Black on this. I'm going to have to go with... Uh, wow, really? Yeah, we're going to go really? with the man. That's all right. Kind of a surprising pick. I, d- I didn't think... Uh, yeah. I wasn't sure that Jack Black was going to be able to pull it off. You know, I just... I think he, again, you know, School of Rock just spoke to me as a kid and... And just again, the way he rallied and that's understandable. He just, he Loads better so than August the, Rush too. Right, right. Oh, but the August Rush kid would be—he'd be a great celebrity in cheat yeah. too. Uh, well, the nine-year-old maybe, kid with forty-year-old hands. Right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he'll be the running mate. Oh goodness. Oh man. Well. uh I guess, you know, really at this point, we, we've just went off the rails. I love how, I will say I love our conversations because, 
you know, we start with a, a quote unquote topic and then we never stick to that. So, um, I, I, I enjoy, but I enjoy having these conversations with you. Um, is there anything else you want to add to the show before we, we take off for the evening? Um, no, not really. I'm just, uh, I'm glad that, you know, I appreciate you, you know, taking the time and, you know, just having a conversation. I enjoy these. Um, yeah. And yeah, we should I don't definitely know if anyone do else more. does, but I do too. You guys <laughs> miss a lot of on on uh, off the mic content. You know. Yeah. We we go on about some crazy things, and I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll we'll, we'll start a a rancors on the moon stream together. <laughs> we need to. I I've always said, you know, I, I told Ryan when we first started this this whole podcast i said we really need to we just need to do a podcast called tales from the tower um and for those of you that know um we are all we all were former destiny players and there was an area in the game where you could just go and it was kind of a just a space where you could you know reset your account get different items and, and you know sell all your loot and all that kind of stuff it's called the tower and there were many nights where Zach Ryan and I spent just having conversations just like these just jumping around kicking a giant blue ball in the tower so <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm, I missed it great days but anyway um as for us is there anything you want to add before we take off nope um i love you love that's you that's about it yeah well want to shout out uh shout out again ryan thank you for uh your yeah. vision working hard getting yep. that thing done <laughs> getting that thing done and uh and, you know, making this all available to everyone and, and uh, you know, your vision and your, even your ideas today we, we have stolen and used and you've, you've, you've turned us into a great entity. So we want to thank you. Um, want to thank Audible again for uh, being a great sponsor. Um, want to thank our wives for putting up with us. Um, yes, thank you very much. Children Dude. for just being the best. Uh, I would also like to say, um, you know, and I think an honorable mention is uh, our dear friend Ferret Face. Um, thank you so much for being active. And, uh, you know, we appreciate the um, chocolate soft serve emojis. Yes, absolutely. Um, thank you. Thank you to everybody that um, in the Discord. And it's good to see everybody there and um, having conversations. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be, um, it's just good to have a, an active community that, that, uh, that is willing to take time and listen to our literal ramblings. So, um, appreciate you all. Love you all. And, uh, go vote, go vote for, uh, for your celebrity in chief. Um, it'll be on TV stations near you. So with that being said, let your best yesterdays be your worst tomorrows. And remember, don't shake the mic.